You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Pass the barbecue because we are flaming some pork on this week's Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. It was arguably the biggest win in program history as Liberty holds on for the 21-19 victory over Arkansas. We have an exclusive interview with Flames QB Jonathan Bennett, plus we look ahead to another road test this week at UConn. So much to cover and discuss. We're fired up. I'm back, people. Welcome <laughs> to That's how we start. I'm back. Yes, yeah. Forget I'm the back. game. Yeah. Family's back. Welcome Pass the back. barbecue. You yeah. like that? I got that I like line that. from Flames Creative Team is just yeah. on fire yeah. lately with good. their graphics. If you haven't seen them, you need to go check it out online. I'm hungry. Um, the Flames are eight and one. They have one of the best defenses in the country. Yeah. It's great to have you back. <laughs> it's so great to be back. You're Jonathan. Special. People like you. Mm-hmm. Everything. And this Flame Central podcast is powered by Alcova Mortgage. It is. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> yes, it is. Jonathan Bennett's a perfect 5-0 and starter, and it? he is actually going to be on the podcast this week. Yeah. Um, should Liberty be considered a Power 5 program? What's the status of Day-Day Hunter? What's the ceiling for this yeah, team? Yeah. There's a lot to get to. A lot to get you know to. What? You just watched the film, before, though. So. Before we get to any yeah. of that, help we need to understand that this win, these last yeah. two wins, the BYU and the Arkansas win, yeah. ever were one. Let's address the elephant in the room, Matt Warner. Okay. Let's address We're it. not afraid to do that. We're not afraid. That this win is for the university, first and foremost, yeah. for the coaches and for the players, yeah. right, secondly, and for the fans, third. But there's a fourth element okay. that we need to address, too. How cover mortgage? No, no, we're pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> Let's go ahead and address the fact that we need to do a special segment on Joe Yoxball predictions today. I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. You like, know what? hey, let's do a we special segment for in. BYU I, and Arkansas bowl predictions. Go ahead. I'm at church. Special segment. Where you should have been as well. <laughs> Maybe I went And over. I'm getting blown up on my phone from Joe. Hey, post the clip. Post the clip. Like, I'm sitting there with it like, oh, yeah, Joe, I bring my laptop to church with me so I can just cut your little clips for you. What are you talking about? Special segment on bowl predictions today folks tune in stay tuned in yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. also stay tuned in for a great interview with quarterback Jonathan Bennett coming your way in just a moment but first I'll start with you Joe because you just seem fired up as I I am Um, you just watched the game film what was your like major takeaway from this ball game yeah I mean offensively the major takeaway was the game plan that Liberty had and that was to really attack the right in the run game to attack the right side of Arkansas's defense. They did a great job with their cross blocks. Offensive line knew who they were going to block, and they really they really went after the right side, Liberty's left side of their offensive line, right side of Arkansas's D-line. They did a great job there. And then the, the way that J.B. threw the ball out on the perimeter. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't – that's where that that's where there, the action was, where they were available to be able to throw the ball. And then the absolute route-running clinic that Demario Douglas put on. Yeah, I mean, he was turning them things. He was turning those DBs around like Balotovs. Defensively, <laughs> defensively, the Liberty front seven went into the lunchroom, okay, at the local cafeteria. Yeah. They took Arkansas, the whole O-line. They took all their lunch money. Yeah. They, they, they threw them out. They ate lunch. 
and then they came back and they stole their, all their cookies too. I mean, it was total domination across the board. But they got after them. When you watch a game film and you see the end zone copy, they got after. It was it was a total dominating performance. You're talking about one of the better rushing teams in the nation. Yeah. And I after the first four possessions, negative 16 rush yeah. yards. Like, this D-line set the tone from the get-go. They took a homecoming crowd completely out of the ballgame. Mm-hmm. You always talk about, oh, what, how the hostile environment. How, their hostile environment, yeah. like, they were, they didn't know what to do. Like, it was dead. And that defensive line absolutely dominated. I love the stat. And I actually, our buddy Damian Sordlet told it to me earlier today. So if it's not accurate, take no, it up. Dame is, no, no, Dame, Dame uh, honestly, any, compl- any complaints you have with the podcast in general, just go to Dame. Just we take need it up one of Dame. those segments at yeah. the end where it says like where we were wrong and yeah, right yeah. and everything. But uh, we don't. Fourteen tackles for loss. Yeah, the most Arkansas had allowed since the 2002 Cotton Bowl. That is wow. insane. Yeah. So, it, Can you repeat that one more time? Fourteen tackles for loss. The most Arkansas had allowed since the 2002 Cotton Bowl. 20 years. So 20 crazy. years. Yeah, it was it, what Darrell Johnson and Treshawn Clark did to their left tackle was was if it, line, it's illegal in some states. It, it, if, it, yeah, it, is, it could have, it was abuse. Yeah, yeah, it was it was they did an unbelievable job. But then and then the other thing too is like what defensively is where Liberty does a really good job, and this comes down to coaching. This is coaching in the fact that. A lot of the teams now, they give you all the motions. They give you all the eye candy yeah. to get you flowing one way, then they go back the other way. Liberty's defensive coaches has done a great job of teaching their players that here's your response. You guys are responsible for this part of the field. You guys are responsible over here, and you guys are responsible over there. And if you're responsible over here, you don't need to make the play over there. It's when it comes back to you here. And so they, had a, they do a great job of there's a balance, especially in the way that foot, offensive football is run now. There's a balance in, in how aggressive you want to be, but you still have to be patient. Right. So there's a great aggression that Liberty played with, but at the same time, everybody knew their responsibilities, and they just go running around with their chicken head cut off and then getting beat over the top somewhere else. They were patient, then yet aggressive over here. But you know it, what? Well done. You can't well done. do that if the guys on that side of the field aren't getting the job done, that's right? right? Because then that's, right. that's when you start being like, I need to do more. Right. But the guys, you talk about like, you always do like defense. gap integrity or all those kind of phrases of like doing your job. Yeah. If you're making the tackles, then those other guys don't have to worry about it. And that's what 100%. we've seen. We've seen all across that defense. You talked about it weeks ago. Every level of this defense, there's no weakness to it. I know. They're a complete unit. And what's really cool that Aldridge was saying in his press conference earlier today, that these guys have like a competition with themselves yeah. because – um, Dennis Asagade early on was getting a lot of sacks and now some of the other guys they're competing and they love to hear these yeah. numbers that they're like leading the nation in all these categories or at the top yeah. of the nation. He had a great these. line because someone was asking him like do you do they pay attention to the, the national stats <laughs> where they rank? and he's like he's like well they do he's like but we just try to tell him do your job and he goes and I promise you at the end of the year. We'll have the biggest Southern Baptist party you can imagine <laughs> to celebrate where we finished but right now. Just focus on your job. Yeah, but it's it's just really cool. Aldridge said this is one of the, his most memorable wins uh, in his coaching uh, career. Do you well. think the name Josh Aldridge, yeah. like you talk about young coaches yeah. yes. in the profession, like his name should yeah. be added near the top of the top list of on the defensive right. side of the ball. What a job he's done. Jack Curtis as well. Yeah. That, that pairing, you always wonder, how's that going to go? Yeah. It it has been perfect. And credit both those guys for, and, and Aldridge even told us one time, like, yeah, you take a little bit of an ego check. Like, okay. Like, we're working together here. 
And those guys have done it. They haven't gone in there and tried to be like, no, my way or the highway. You haven't seen it. The way they've worked together has been flawless. You know, a great way to judge a coach on defense is to say, okay, mental mistakes. Yeah. And when you look at like how many, because that mental mistakes, is there a lot of mental mistakes? If you, Liberty rarely, rare, you rarely see them have mental mistakes. And it, there's no wide, you don't rarely see the wide open guys. And then what comes easy? When you, when, you, when you play against Liberty's defense and you go throughout that whole game until the end where they were getting tired. Yes. They were getting tired. So that was that was, the, the reason in the yeah, fourth? In the, the fourth, the it, was, it was just the pressure that the, the big boys up front yeah. were, were getting gassed. I mean, uh, I was but, nervous. But when you, oh, yeah. when, you, when you see Liberty's defense play when they're fresh, nothing comes easy. And a lot of that has to do with mentally they know – their assignments, and they know where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Any I, other notes from you that you want to – I mean, I, I can't believe I haven't mentioned, like, Liberty's ranked the – that would it be lowest or the highest? I, never, I, no. I say highest. And highest. I, yeah. I think highest, highest. too. Yeah. Um, highest. But then I mean, the lower numbers. So you held them to 144 rush yards. Only Alabama has held them under 200 this year before Liberty. And I think that's the biggest win in program history. Yeah. Would you say or would you say BYU? That's the biggest. You'd be an SEC team. Yeah. Right. On the road. Right. A good team. Right. Was, they were playing, they were playing Vanderbilt. Oh, right. my gosh. Can you guys – Can yeah. you guys, Homecoming, yeah. Did you get to see all the Arkansas faces when you watched the game copy? That, that, was, no, that was beautiful. I, yeah, oh all gosh. those classic shots yeah. from, like, on the field, looking up in the stands, you yeah. just get all these, like – I mean, depression. <laughs> like, people it. looking at each other being like, what is – You know, you get all of that. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a question yeah. for you guys who yeah. watched the TV part, of which yeah. I didn't see. I only saw the highlights when I showed closely. What, was it clear that he didn't get in on that two-point conversion? Yeah, it was. Watching it live, I thought he was short – the best angle they had, you couldn't see because there was a player in between the yeah. camera. And, and But, yes, I think it was the right call. He, I mean, it may have been three inches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it when that player did move, you could tell that where his, um, like, shin or knee area was down, yeah. there was no way for his body. Then there was a little second after Then there was a second yeah. So it was the right that. call. You feel confident. I, right I call. do feel like it was the right call. Has Arkansas – I haven't really, like, looked on social media. Are they saying that that was the Not that call? I saw, but it was very It close. was so close. I right. mean, so you would not want to go to overtime in that yeah. situation no. with how tired Liberty Steve can I Can I bring up the one thing – that I had a problem with in this game. Oh, gosh. The one issue I had. I wonder where you're going with this. And it was right. third quarter, first drive. Liberty gets down to what would have been a 33-yard field, yeah, field goal. They go for um, it on yeah. fourth and two. Yeah. Take the field goal. Take field. And it's not Give just three points, coaches yeah. now. We see it more on Sundays than anything else, I feel like. Yeah. It's almost like taking the points, is, it's, not, it's not in style anymore. Yeah. It's always, no, we end it here. We get yeah. the touchdown. We yeah. bury them. But – in a game like that where Liberty was in total control, yeah. mm -hmm. take the points. Take the points, and the last thing you want to do is give a little spark. The last thing you want to do is get that crowd back. Oh, we made a big play. Yeah. We're back into it. And obviously, as the game progressed, yeah. you're thinking, dang, it would have been nice to have those three points there at the end. But I all mean, credit to Liberty. They overcame that. With, the, with an SEC team, you should have the talent and depth to, to beat a Liberty team. But And I knew that that momentum was coming at some point. So I was nervous. So when that that call was made, I was I was like, "Oh, take the points because you know that this is going to flip at some point." This is now the fourth game this year. So half of Liberty's wins that they've scored exactly twenty one points. Unbelievable! That is insane. Wow. You score twenty one. Like I don't know what the numbers would be or the you know how ESPN has all those like the probabilities or whatever. I would have to think scoring twenty one points this day and age in college football isn't many. You have a, you're yeah. I mean. 
Probably Look at, I mean, I would love you know? to see what the average so, yeah. is actually this, yeah. this season. Should have done some Where's research. Damien? Where's Damien? Sort of? Get him on that. Come on, Dame. We'll get yeah. to an interview with Jonathan Bennett in just a moment, but I want to talk a little bit more about this offense. Um, if you're Hugh Freeze, yeah. you know, you Charlie Brewer was available in this game. Um, Salter is getting healthy. But do you just have to roll with JB? Because, I mean, he just had two of the biggest wins in program history. I think the beautiful thing if you're Hugh Freeze is you don't have to make just an all-out commitment. Right, mm -hmm. you can go into it with a. It's JB's job. It's his. It, he's led him to five straight wins. But you know what? At the same time, if Caden Salter gets healthy, he provides something that JB doesn't have. And if you need him in a pinch, you're at a place where you say, "I hope we all understand where we're at here." But if we need to make a move in game to find a spark or get some, we're prepared to do that. But yeah, JB has every opportunity at this point to take it the rest of the way. It's his to lose at this point. Um. Say, ask it one more time. Well, here's the thing, because obviously ask all it, everybody... Ask it, ask it one more time. Do you think that Hugh Freeze can sit Jonathan Bennett right now? No, you say, no, no. I say, I'm with Matt, okay, from the fact that if he was... Am I asking the question wrong? If, Why do you it, say no so quietly like that? It's a little different. Okay, so what, what Matt said is that if he struggles, but here's, here's the thing. Yeah. JB stepped up in BYU, yep. unbelievable job. JB stepped up against Arkansas, unbelievable job. This job is one, zero, zero, hundred percent JB's job right now, and you and I fully expect, fully expect him to to command the ship the rest of the way, all the way through. And we'll, no, no, he's playing so well. J, and, when, and when you have him on here, just congratulate him, especially like the next step for a quarterback is pocket presence. His pocket presence against BYU was fantastic. His pocket presence, the ball that he threw to Sibley for the touchdown, yeah. pocket presence. He could have very easily panicked, thrown that ball away. He held on it for just a second as it was collapsing and then made the throw for a touchdown, which was a and huge I think that was even the one where it's like, in the game. where not only do you see it, because sometimes I feel like, and you, I mean, you could tell me more, but I feel like as a quarterback sometimes you see it, but you don't notice the details. Like on that play, you saw there was a guy covering yeah. Sibley up. But the next level is his back is turned. Right. So he's there, but his back is turned to me. So I can throw, I can make that pass and give my receiver a chance to make the play, which he did. So right. it's like those next level things that it feels like he's starting and to And holding the ball for that, and he started to be, it's, it's almost like, and I like to talk to Coach Freeze about it, I'm sure he'd verify this, it's like a, a finally a light switch went off. You know, it's like it, it turned yeah. on. And it was like, okay, I don't have to panic. I can hold it. I can hold the ball just a little bit longer if the park's not collapsing on me. And then I can find that next guy. Yeah. And he did against BYU, and he did against Arkansas. His pocket presence has really improved. Well, and that might be because he's accepting Coach Freeze's coaching better. You know, uh, yeah, Freeze he said been, that. Freeze has said been very um, yeah. open and honest about, you know, like it's been difficult to – to coach these guys and not get frustrated, but I think JB is finally taking. They're learning each other. Yeah, you know? right. Which is a process, yeah. and coaches had to do that with three different, yeah, guys, right. four different guys here's, this here's year. Here's I think. I think that JB is finally just taking it. Yeah, he's just he's realized. Yeah. Like Coach Free said, like, like, hey, I, I'm going to coach you, and you just got to take it. Yeah. And and he's accepted that, and he's rolling with it, and he's become a lot better quarterback. You can see it. he's grown so much. Yeah. And maybe one of the more impressive things about what this game was is you did it all with Day Day Hunter. 
You know, on the sidelines. You know, like Joe, you need to take that. Yeah, it, I mean, he <laughs> is really easy. Alcohol, He's actually really uh, easy to get a hold of. You need to call someone <laughs> okay, let's for go. a home Hit it right now. He is it's so right. easy yeah. to get a hold of. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. you. Matt and I have been so making fun of you. If yeah. you no yeah. way. When? No. Um, <laughs> why would we so do that? So if you want to get yeah. a hold of the man of the hour, Joe Yock, Power, he powers this Flame Central yeah, podcast yeah, by Alcova Mortgage. Yep. How do we get a hold of you, Jeff? Hey, just this is go. Where you pick up. This is where I pick up. We just <laughs> right. go on. That, what do we do, Emily? We go, go on the Google machine. Go on the Google machine. Joe Yock, J A U C H. There you go. Find it. There you go. Google me. J online. A U C H. Look at that old school cheerleader. No, actually, never. Never made the team. No. Why does she sound like a guy? Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we will get to the Jonathan Bennett yeah. in just one moment. Do we have an update on Day Day Hunter? Yeah, MRI today, according to Hugh Freeze. So we'll see how it goes. Um, that would be a huge loss. Huge loss. We've seen what he's meant to this offense. My question would be, and I didn't get a chance to, to squeeze it into to Freeze today, but my question would be, if he's not available and Shedro Lewis slides up into the RB1 spot, which, by the way, Shepard wasn't supposed to be uh, on the trip. I know. His dad, unfortunately, passed away. And what guts. You talk about guts. Like, to, to end up deciding to go. That's tough. Which ended up being very oh fortunate God. for Liberty. But then, like, credit uh, that kid. Going out there and battling. With who knows what, you know, what you're feeling in a oh situation gosh, like that. Imagine. All credit to Shedro Lewis and his toughness there. But if he slides up into that top running back spot, does Hugh Freeze trust TJ Green enough to give him the carries that yeah. would have gone to Shedro? Because we haven't seen it to this point in the year since TJ's return from injury. So that's that's a big question. And Who's that next guy? Yeah, the amazing thing is TJ Green, correct me if I'm wrong here, Matt, but TJ Green led the Flames in he rushing. Did. He did. Like, he's like six year. yards a carry. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, that he is. I mean, you gotta go Shedro and TJ to, to, to step up. TJ needs to needs to get it rolling. Yeah. You know, not sure if that's injury related or just right, the stress factor, yeah. the but, the, the, but yeah. the injury was kept him out, I believe, the first four or five yeah. games. So we've hardly seen him since. And, yeah. You know? So can I say one but thing? But there has been such a rhythm with those other two no guys. Doubt. No doubt. So Who what carries are you going to want to give huge, to? Him? Yeah. It'll you know, that's a huge question that's why mark. Coaches always forward. say stay ready. Stay ready, baby. Stay ready. And yeah. hey, the time's gonna if come. You're gonna complain about playing time. Yeah. If you are complaining about playing time, that no 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 time to complain now. Prayers up. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, one thing I wanna say. I know you didn't listen to the TV broadcast. No. I, I, I want to say something real fast about Aaron Murray, who was on the call. Aaron Murray. Former, former That's former Georgia, Georgia quarterback, quarterback. One of yeah. the great SEC quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, it, he had some garbage stuff that he said in this game. He did? Let me just say the biggest Ooh, thing that – The biggest thing – Broadcasters. The biggest thing that annoyed me. This is the one that got me a little fired up. You had Demario Douglas just having a monster game. What he finished? 145 yards receiving on 10 catches. Man, it looks silly. Late in the game, silly. He had a catch, and Aaron Murray made a comment about, "Oh man, you're probably you may well see this guy in the transfer portal after a game like this." I Basically, did hear making that. the comment that like, "Oh, he'll go play at a real school because he's doing this against Arkansas." That's a comment as a broadcaster. Yeah. I don't like, think you we, should tell, make. Tell him who would never make that comment. Joe Yock would never make that comment. <laughs> Like, that's just, like, a slight to an opponent, by the way, that's putting it on Arkansas yeah. at that point. That's just, like, an I just don't like that. That's Basically, you're insulting Liberty. And then I also didn't like, well, they talked about the Jeez Auburn enough. stuff during the game, which that's a storyline. That's a storyline. I'm okay with that. It's a fair game. But, like, the clock hits zero. Oh. And, like, the first words, I don't remember if it was Murray or that play-by-play -play guy. Like, the first words out of their mouth are, well, the Auburn folks are going to love this. It's like... This isn't like sports talk. Let them have their moment. Let them have their moment. Let them have their moment. And, and I understand it was SEC Network and all of that. 
But I just felt like there were a few comments and a few things like that where normally I don't take it that personal, like, you know, just whatever. But those were some where I'm like, I just don't know if that's a professional approach as a broadcaster in how you handle those situations. Like, let, let them have their moment. I know, like, just speaking for us, we try to hype up the other team as not over the top, yeah. but we try to give them as much credit as they are due. How much did we talk about Gardner Webb? Yeah. Were we saying Akron. like, were we saying about that Gardner Webb receiver that went off? Like, well, I guess we won't be seeing him with the Bulldogs next year <laughs> after a performance like this. You know what I mean? No, you wouldn't say that because you're just slamming yeah. the team. You gotta look at it. That, garbage. Was, that was a garbage. little awkward. I <laughs> yeah. remember hearing that. That was a you were rolling on that. Well, it was it was just you bad. You were rolling on that. No, that is true though. I, I mean, mean, and what is that? What the transfer you know portal was set rock. up to be? I don't think so. Let me tell you something. You know because why I, he can roll on this? I don't think that should be. You know why he can roll on this? Because he's not Warner. Because he's America's broadcaster. Well, that's why. I, I also <laughs> okay. heard Anne Marie had the Georgia game on his TV during the broadcast as well. So he was watching the Georgia broadcast. Oh, no, stop I, it. I have what? Good, what? a well, like I have a well positioned source that told me that. Skeptical. I'm just know? telling you what I hear. Powered by Alcova Powered by Alcova Mortgage. Okay, is. That was beautiful. Slash, should Liberty be considered a Power 5 program? Like, I I don't know how you do. I, what I, no, what is that? I, I think Freeze answered the question. He was asked that ba- today very well when he said, "I would be interested to see how we would handle doing it week after week because yeah. that's the thing, yeah. right? And that's the thing that people always forget about, or or they kind of just like brush to the side. Is it's not the same when you're doing it week after week after week. There is an accumulated effect of going through that grind. Depth and talent. Depth and talent. And, and while Liberty obviously is very talented and much deeper than they've ever been, doing that week after week in the SEC, that's a different, that's a different ballgame. Now, to Freeze also said, hey, you put us in the ACC. Correct. We're allowed to, we're then able to recruit Correct. at another level. And then Correct. it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it, you can't really make that, that comparison. But, yes, doing it week in, week out, it is a different animal than, than yeah. what Liberty has been able to do right now. Yeah, and just the recruiting the, factor well, of – of recruiting yeah. a power five, I'm not saying that we don't have athletes on this team that are power five level oh, athletes. Aaron Murray thinks so. But, <laughs> but like being able to recruit saying you're a power five is just you're in a whole different ballgame. Now that goes back to what Matt said. It's a depth issue. Yeah. Okay, when you go and you look at Liberty, especially defensively, there's going to be a lot of NFL scouts in here. Mm. Okay. Kenny Charles is an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how long has he been playing football? I mean, not. It hasn't been not longer long. than like yeah. five years because he came from Haiti after I mean, one of the earthquakes there. Yeah. You think you, you think about this from a talent level, like oh, power, there's there's Liberty's power five talent right yeah. now, and the first teamers. Oh, well, Forest head coach said it yeah. after that. But you go Kenny Charles, you go uh, Darrell Johnson, Trayshawn. you go Treshawn Clark, you go Mike Smith, yeah. you go Ahmad Walker, yeah. Okay, you go um, Rocket Rahimi. And Javon Scruggs, yeah. whether that's playing in the NFL or a Frankie Hickson type playing right, in the right. CFL, these dudes, those dudes right there are going to get paid to play football. And there is a lot of power five talent on Liberty starting defense, yeah. especially. And then you can go over the offense, talk about DeMario Douglas and, you know, Day Day Hunter, so on and so forth. 18 or 19 in the nation? I think I saw. Right, was it 19? Is it 19? 19 in the nation. The Flames are heading to UConn next. Right. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But first, let's go to our conversation with perfect 5-0 starter, Jonathan. 100%. Bennett. 
Some say he's the Michael Jordan of Liberty. Flu game. Flu game. Jonathan Bennett flu game. <laughs> the yeah, Jonathan it's, it's, Bennett flu game. It's going to be like going on in Liberty history, right? right? When people think about the Arkansas game, they're going to think about it like 100%. that. 100%. Get the books out. The last two victories are definitely going down in the history right. books. Um, two of the biggest wins in school history. Uh, big reason why is Jonathan Bennett. 5-0 as a starter. Do you think it's really set in yet having these two Huge wins over BYU and Arkansas. Um, I think the BYU one has a little bit, you know, just going around Lynchburg, seeing all the seeing all the fans happy, and you know, yeah. going to church, and you know, just everybody saying congratulations. It was awesome. I think that one has, but I don't, I don't know if Arkansas has yet. You know, we got a got another one against a good UConn team next week, so we want to make sure we're uh, prepared mentally for that one. But all right, so we talked about the flu game. We found out Thursday, Hugh Free said, yeah, you know, JB has the flu. We don't really know what his status is going to be. How healthy were you on Saturday? Like, and how prepared did you feel going into that ballgame? I felt, I felt prepared. You know, I still, still watched the film. You know, still watched, you know, you know, I still got my middle reps, you know, right. over, over the phone at home. But uh, physically, I mean, I had the coughs. I was sniffling, you know, the whole game, but sore throat. But, I mean, it's all right. We got it done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got it done. Yeah, yeah, would, yeah you did I just think fine. That's, yeah. a, that's a very humble way yeah. of putting it. What do you think has been the biggest area of growth that you've seen in your game this season? Um, been think, a lot of adversity through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, I don't know. I think it's just been a combination of like listening, and um, then putting my pride to the side. You know, just not letting stuff get in the way of what we have to do. So, I mean, I think, you know, I think the team culture is really nice right now. We're all behind each other, no matter who's on the field. So, I mean, that's been a big part of it too. As a competitor, you want to be out there all the time. And you, in this season, you had to experience. Okay, didn't get it initially, and then there were those times, whether it was in game, where it's like JB yeah, come terrible. to the side. Yeah, what? How did you? Yeah, but how did you kind of maintain that that middle focus? Because it'd be easy to just kind of go in the tank at that point and just you know pout whatever. How did you kind of find a way to deal with it and come out on the other side? Now, she said the stats 5-0 and as a starter. Yeah, so Coach Reese said a quote today, which I feel like I, I related to a lot. He was saying, our commitment has to be stronger than our feelings. Mm. And then once that happens, then you'll get the results that you pray for and work for. So, I mean, you know, I didn't play well. You know, haven't played well, honestly, you know, for the most, for the latter part of the year besides these, you know, last two games I played all right. But, um just continuing to work, the process is the same, you know, over and over, whether you win or lose, do bad, do good, process is the same, no matter what. We might need to get that saying, our graphics got to like get that saying yeah. and get something like painted on the walls of the Flame Central yeah. Studios. Yeah. Repeat it one more time. One. Yeah. Our commitment is... Our commitment, your commitment has to be greater than your feelings. And when that happens, you'll start to see the results. You well, that, I'm an emotional wreck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Moving forward, you know, with this season and, uh, you know, Coach Freeze has been very vocal about his frustrations and, like, how to coach each different guy differently. Mm. How how difficult or easy has it been learning Coach Freeze and, and his coaching style <laughs> and accepting that, right? Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a hard one, you know. He, he's on <laughs> you, you know, because, I mean, he's he's a great coach, you know. Yeah. He's seen a bunch of things. He's seen a bunch of defenses and stuff like that. So, I mean... It's been it's been different, but it's been good too. Cause we, I think, me and him are starting to see eye to eye a little bit more, and um, you know, still some things to clean up. Obviously, you know, we only put 21 points on the board, and we left a couple of touchdowns out there, you know. But um, 
still some things to clean up, but I think I think Coach Freeze is really just, you know, just showing me, you know, the right way to do things, and I'm taking it better than I was, you know, the past years and even earlier this year. Right, is there, yeah, is there a different ownership level from you now? It's one thing when it's like, hey, you're coming in here, Malik gets hurt against North Texas, you're, you're plugged in there, whereas it's now like, now we're all looking at you to lead the team. It's not just, hey, you're filling in for, for this for who knows how long, but it's like, this is your show. Does it feel different for you knowing that as opposed to what it's been in the past, which has been like, hey, we need you for a quarter? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. You know, it's still a week-by-week -week process, you know, and the process stays the same. And whether I go out there or not, I'm going to prepare the same way, and I'm going to work the same way, and then I'll be ready whenever, whenever I have to go in. You hear quarterbacks talk about the game slowing down. Do you feel that weekend now? And like it's been harder for you in some ways because the level of competition as you've gone, and I guess you would think things <laughs> yeah. will start slowing down. Well, but it's Arkansas on the other side, you know. <laughs> but but do you do you see that? Does it feel that way for you? Yeah, I, I do feel like the game is slowing down a little bit. You know, preparing a different way um, because because of the different things that we're installing. So seeing it, and then I think like seeing it play out. You know, because we. Um, you know, they put film in there, and if you actually take the time to watch the film, <laughs> you'll see you'll see how this could yeah, work. Yeah. So, yeah, I am. Talk to me about this quarterback room, because I feel like we've known about the competition in this position group since fall, right, right. between you four guys. I, I know you have to put your ego aside at times, but what's the relationship like with you guys? Oh, we're, bro, we're close. We're a close group, and uh, we all support each other no matter what, like, you know, Caden texts me before the game, you know, and me and Charlie are talking on the sidelines. Me and Nate, I mean, we played golf yesterday, you know, so it's like we're, we're all we're all a close group. There's not really like a bad there's competition, obviously, but there's it's not a bad competition. It's a really good competition. So how sweet was the silence at Arkansas? Mm. Like you nice. like like it, <laughs> it's nice. you're going in. Everyone's like hostile environment, SEC all the woo pig suey garbage and just to just like <laughs> shut that down how sweet was that it was fun you know it's always fun you know winning on the road especially in like that magnitude but um yeah it was nice it was really nice you know after we score just here on our sideline and our little section in arkansas going going um going crazy so that was fun this team has given me a heart attack at times where, you know, I, I get a little nervous, but I do believe in you guys. Don't worry. One of the, oh, one good. Of the, yeah, I do believe in you guys. Yeah. Talk to me about, like, what's special. What's the special ingredient if you're, like, smoking some pulled pork, let's say? I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll see what, you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> what okay. is special about this team that, you know, n not hating on other teams since you've been here, but what, what makes this team different? I think our culture is... Um, established. Is established, yes. You know, we... Um, you know, we got some old guys on the team, you know, including myself. But we got, got some older guys on the team who has, who we as well, Coach Freeze really said it. And then we just, we just are the watchmen, as he said, like at the beginning of the year, over the team. So I think we're doing a good job and Coach is doing a good job of upholding the standard and the culture that we have set for our team. Last thing for me, you look at this and you talked about this good UConn team. You guys are going to play now. This, this has, and we talked about earlier, all the makings of what people would say, oh, that looks like one of those trap games, right? Mm -hmm. Coming off a big emotional win, you have another huge opponent on the other side, like, and then there's a little trap. UConn here who's, you know, won three games in the previous three years or whatever it's been. How do you, as one of the leaders, how do you make sure that they get the amount of respect and the amount of attention this week in the lead-up that they deserve? 
Yeah, so I think it started today, and Coach Freeze highlighted it. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna, we're not gonna just because think we beat BYU and Arkansas. Yeah. We've we've arrived. We're 19th in the country. Did it, did all this stuff. Now every every game's the same. This one means the exact same as Arkansas does. Maybe not to everybody else, but right. to us in the room, it it it's the same game. Mm. Give me some uh, behind-the-scenes info, like something funny that this team does, like on the road, or do you guys have any, like, good inside joke? Uh, let me see. Yeah. Our or team, who, who's our just team is like... hilarious. Um, oh, man. I think, I think the D-line room and the offensive line room might be the funniest two rooms in, in the entire, on the entire team. Those, they got a lot of personality yeah, in those I believe two rooms. That. Yeah. Like, from Kendi, Charles, to... <laughs> Reverend Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To John Curtis and Brendan. Yeah. You know, yeah, we got a lot of personality and it's fun. It's fun yeah, to be a few of those guys were on a, in our pie eating contest, our third annual pie, Liberty Football Pie Eating Contest. I need to see Curtis so, in that. Yeah, yeah need, stay tuned see, for that. Yeah. You see John Curtis yeah. in that. Yes. Oh, yeah, John Curtis is featured in that. Um, last question for me How do you think, since you arrived and set foot here on Liberty's campus, how do you think you've grown as a man? And, and just off the field? Um, I think, you know, I got here, I was 17 years old, you know, just a kid from high school wanting to, you know, just play football. But I feel like over the time I realized life is more, like this is more important than just what happens on the football field. I said it like earlier, like everybody's gonna forget the touchdowns, you know, but they're gonna, they're gonna remember how the type of person you were and how you made them feel whenever they interacted with you. So. That's what I want to do every day. Well, I can say, since yeah. you arrived on <laughs> campus, like all I've ever heard from anyone that has come in contact with you has been, man, that JB is a great dude. That's a great guy. And so now to see the success you're having on the field, knowing how many people are rooting for you because of the interactions they've had with you, that's, that's made this, this season all the more sweet, seeing that you're, you know, the hard work's paying off. And you love cheering for a guy that you know is a good dude. So, Matt, that. congrats yeah. on all the success. Thank you. Uh, Matt and Joe tell me to live in the moment all the time. I have a hard time with that. But I'm so excited to – I want this season to, like, go as long as possible, obviously, and cherish every moment. But it's going to be so cool to see, like, how much you've accomplished since that freak accident you had and just <laughs> reflecting on that. Yeah. I mean – I mean, after the game, me and uh, – I think it was Rocket – he went, he did like this. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no. I was keep like, those feet on the ground. Like, oh. Keep those feet on the ground, JB. <laughs> all right. We've had enough injuries yeah. this year, yeah, too. Yeah, just give him yeah, a, a little. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Right. We'll be good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for your time. We are always rooting for you in the flames. Such a great season so far. You guys have been so much fun. Thank to you. Thank you. Not sure who else the flames would want leading their team on and off the field. This well, guy, Jonathan, JB is just the man. The, He's the man. Ever since he arrived on campus, I can't tell you how many different people have told me, what a great guy. Oh. I met that Jonathan Bennett. What a great guy. And you heard that forever, right? And I said, oh, yeah, he's great. You know, great guy. You know, solid backup from Malik, all that stuff. Well, now he's a great guy, yeah. and he's playing great really well. as well. And so you're so happy to see it for him because you know the work he's put in and the type of person yeah. he is. The ability, his ability to overcome the adversity that he's had to mm, overcome. No doubt. You know, you think of the injury that he had. Yeah. Uh, the freak knee injury, having to rehab from surgery, rehab from that. Yeah. And then you're you're buried in the on the depth chart and but you keep grinding you keep playing and then you come in and everybody wants you out yeah right and he was hot and cold and then 
it was once again, it was like the light switch went on it went against BYU. And then from that point forth, he's like, it's just, you're so happy for the young man just because of all the advice. He's everything that is right. I mean, if you want to see a genuine smile, go to Twitter. And there's a picture that he posted of himself. He and Coach Freeze. And it is just like the coolest yeah. picture ever. You just pure happiness on his face. Um, they got the mojo cooking, baby. Coach yeah. Freeze, JV. Yeah. Is that, yeah. what's Day-Day, what was he saying? The, get jiggy with it. The get jiggy with yeah. it. All right. Yeah. We'll keep you posted on JB's, or I'm sorry, on Day-Day's status. Another road test, a little bit of a different opponent, but, you know, listening to Coach Freeze during his press conference today, they're really well coached and well, they're really hungry for a win. This game, UConn, if you want to go, okay, what are the factors that go into calling a game a trap game? You could say a couple of things. Oh, this is coaching. He you says could, that coaches do this all the time, and now Matt Warner's falling in the trap. No, 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 listen. Okay. So you're coming off a huge win. Yeah, stop. On the road. On the road, you're doing that. The following week, a huge opponent, Virginia Tech. The, the next game coming up. So you've got okay. it before, so got it before and after. you got it before and after. A team that historically has been terrible. So you're like, oh, yeah. UConn. All I know about UConn. them is they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> That's their history, yeah. at least in recent years. Yeah. So you've got that factor. So all those things kind of feed into, also think about the physical toll that playing against this that Arkansas like a team. children's book. It's, it? it's, there's a lot of factors <laughs> that go in to this being a trap game. Yeah. And, by the way, UConn's actually pretty decent. Yeah. You see what they've done lately? They've won four or five. They're five and five on right. the year. Yeah, yeah, and they're have, incredibly do, motivated. Do you have their wins? Off top of uh, yeah, I can pull them up for you. So they've won four of their last five, and here's what those have been. And they're five and five, so they're playing for a bowl game. Right, and they... Which would be unreal. This is the most wins they've had since 2015. More wins this year than they've had the last three seasons combined. They beat UMass. They beat... There's a good win in here. I remember. They beat UMass. They beat Boston College 13 to 3, right? Boston College. That was Boston College. They beat FIU. They beat Fresno State. FIU. Fresno State. So there you go. So those are four of the last five. Here's the other thing. They're four and one at home. Jim Mora is Jim Mora is their coach first year. Yeah. Free says it feels like his first year here. You know, people are starting to believe. Yeah. Like he's changing the culture. Their defense in those last five games have given up 12.8 points per game. Their defense has been playing very well. They held that Boston College team to three points. Three points. So there are some reasons to be like, okay. This is not going to be a cakewalk. No this is not UMass. No Don't get confused. You're going to have to bring a good game. One thing I will say, they can't pass the ball worth a lick. 105 yards a game. Really? Throwing the ball. They're a run-first offense, which you would say would be advantageous for Liberty the way they just shut down the best rushing attack or right. one of the best rushing yeah. attacks in the country. Yeah. So that will be critical. A positive for Liberty as far as defense is uh, Coach Aldridge said they're a little nicked up, but they should have a full squad ready to play yeah. on Saturday. So Sounds like offensively they're – it's yeah, certainly day day being the, the main piece that mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. yeah, but and I and I, you know, I know it's 100 percent JB's yeah. job, and I and I want, you know, I'm super happy for him, but it will be nice for Coach Freeze to have some options if that defense shuts down what yeah. JB's trying to do. Okay. Um, you want to get to the bold predictions. Oh. I mean, we should have, this segment should happen a lot <laughs> Okay, well then let's put that on pause yeah. for just a moment let's because go. Liberty's field hockey. Oh. oh, yeah, throw it out there. Oh, yeah, okay. I saw that. So, selection show was last night. This this saw makes me a little nervous. Saw the because, goal for the win, yeah. Um, what was it? The semifinal game. Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. 
they are definitely going to be coming for some um, revenge because obviously yeah. Liberty went on to win that and went yeah. to the national championship no, game last Terps. season. But Terps. yeah, on the road at just, College Park. Hey, just props for field hockey making it back. back this was a di back. different team. They had some injuries they had to fight through. It was not an easy season. They didn't roll their way like they did last season. Right. They had a lot of adversity they had to overcome. But you know what? Go ahead. You know what, Joe? Flames. It's that championship hey. pedigree. Hey, that's, that's what, what it is. You know what? There are lessons in losing. Uh -huh. There are lessons in yeah. losing. Oh, that's good. That you sounds know? like an Emily. That yeah. sounds like an Emily Austin segment right there. Lessons <laughs> oh in losing. Name yeah. Autobiography. Yeah. Not, yeah. not yeah. Yeah. Don't follow me, kids. Yeah. Lessons yeah. in losing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but predictions. Get to it. Let's okay. go. All right. He, I'm, I'm trying to give some love to field hockey, but do, there's an awesome picture of Nikki um, uh, in the in the girls like definitely Gatorade really bath. Do you want the Flames fantasy scoreboard? Yeah, I've got that for you. Yeah. Anything except. I had to rack it up. Yeah. So, all right, Emily Darrell Johnson crushed it. She did, yeah, he did. Nineteen points for you, Emily, to lead the way. Twenty-seven point four points is what you put up. So you're up to three twenty on the year. Emily was leading the way. Uh, in the on the year, yeah. Oh no, no I'm yeah. talking about for the day. Yeah, okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> Joe, you did outscore her. You had thirty-one point six, so you by like about four points. Did he break hundred yet? Uh, he's at two fifty. <laughs> yeah. Demario Douglas, twenty-three point two points, led the way. Javon Scruggs was solid for you as well. I scored 23.6, lowest of the week. Oh, is it, uh, it was pretty balanced. Ahmad Walker led the way for me with 9.5 points. I'm at 272.9, so I'm still about, M's looking pretty strong right now, almost 50 points up. I mean, should I get my crown fitted? All right, just don't worry about it. Go to bowl predictions. <laughs> So we're about out of time. Are we about out of time? No, 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 no. If only, yeah, if only we had the time. Yeah, folks tuned in early. They only powered the first thirty minutes. They got it, and then you always had the biggest thing at the very end, right? Just everybody hang on. So go ahead. Did he really? So here's the thing. Go ahead. Let's start with my Bible prediction. Go back to BYU. Go back to BYU. One more time for BYU. One more time. I don't have that written down. What was that one? That I predicted them to win. Oh right. To beat BYU. Nobody else did. That's first one. Get that Ar one out of the way. Arkansas now game. Go to this one. Go to this one. I go predicted Javon Scruggs with a pick six and an Arkansas narrow win 35-27. Ar Arkansas wins 35-27. Right. Right. Joe oh predicted. No, I go to Emily next. She, she didn't do one. She wasn't here. Oh, she wasn't here. That's right. right. I forgot about that. She wasn't here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't, don't, she don't, predicted 14 don't tackles for loss. I did. 100%. Joe said. Get ready, folks. Get ready. Day-Day Hunter over 100 <laughs> yards. Come. Complete miss. Well, no, that he got injured. But well, okay. Oh, yeah, that's part of the game. No, of the game. Joe did say. Okay, listen, 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 folks. Jonathan Bennett, three touchdown passes. <laughs> and? Liberty to win 38-35. <laughs> that's why they call it the Yaka Motion, baby. And, uh, yeah. Three TDs. Picked him three TDs. Here's the thing. Notra Joey Domus, they yeah. call me. You know what I need to do? Because Joe doesn't remember these as soon is. as he walks out of the studio. <laughs> I, I should change them. If I told him, I he know. said, "You're right." Shedro oh. Lewis three touchdown oh. runs. He'd believe me. I should have just changed it. And we wouldn't have to live through this. Bold, bold, bold. Yeah. Predictions, bold, bold, bold. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's just that is as solid as this it can thing get. has completely three TDs. Lost. Flames win. Who would make that call? Oh, yeah. Joe Yakwood. That's yeah. who. I mean, I really am. No, hey, Warren, you know I say that? Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying I don't believe in Liberty, but I am shocked that they got these two wins over BYU and Arkansas. Yeah. And I think I'm even more shocked that you picked Liberty to win both of those awesome. games. You know what I'm not, what I'm what I'm most shocked about with Liberty is it, these aren't fluke. No. These aren't fluke. What I'm most shocked about is when you watch them on film is the level of talent that they're playing with. 
they can compete and beat these teams. It's not a fluke. It's yeah. good coaching, and it's players who can play. That's how so you win these games. Where it's not is, a fluke. Where is our level of concern and was this an audition for Hugh Freeze to go to Auburn? Oh, why? Why we almost she made through the whole show with this? She yeah, you and Aaron Murray go talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no. Why do you do this? And she always starts this. Oh, like I just. Oh, no. Yeah, sure. come on. You know what? You, it, you're we're, always we're top like, twenty in the nation. Yeah. Enjoy it. Let's, you're in, just be where your feet are, Emily like, Austin. Yeah. Make that your autobiography. Focus on yeah. bold predictions. <laughs> Focus on bold predictions. Be in the now. Oh, we better do some bold predictions. Okay, bold predictions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to think of mine. Go yeah. ahead, Joe. What do you got, Joe? All right, so my, my bold prediction yeah. for this. I'm a, for this yeah. He hasn't done it. Well, I'm going to type it in. That way away. I actually save it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. All right, go ahead, okay. Joe. We're okay, my bold prediction is, well, one, that's the Flames winning is not a bold prediction. I think, how many point favorites are they? 14? Uh, open is a 14 point 14, favorite. okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, my bold prediction is he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. He's going to do it against UConn. Demario Douglas to the crib. Pump return. return to the crib. House party. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to do Shadro Lewis. Shadro, Shadro. I don't, I mean. You say Shadro, I say Shadro. Yeah. You say tomato, um, I say tomato. Lewis is going to have three rushing touchdowns. Whoa. And okay. over 150 yards. That's pretty good. For whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't just good. stop at three yeah. 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 Over buck 50. Just making it up. Yeah, he, he's, right. he's motivated right now. And, you know, especially if Day Day's out, then that little speed demer. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to finally see, I know it's he's been dinged up, Caleb Sneed breakout. Come on, Sneed. 100 yards. Come on, touchdown. Sneed. He's my guy. Here, you yeah. know why Matt on, did Sneed. that? Oh, is he on your team? No, no, he's not. No, okay. He's, he's so this guy. is Matt. Heritage High School. This is Matt what? speaking what is something into existence to help with his fantasy team. Sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, I just, want, always gonna, I just want the best always. for the kid. There's always, always. I just want the best for him and the Flames. That's yeah. all I want. <laughs> and yeah. your fantasy and he wants, If that happens to be a a side effect or an addition to sure I'll take it. I'm gonna get um my crown, rock. my flames fantasy crown yeah. um fitted this week because it's it's over boys. Um all right are we any final thoughts before we a heck of yeah. a ride. Yeah what a fun. heck of a ride it's been it, it has been a lot of fun. Hopefully hopefully like you said that with this being a Listen. game that they finish out you get UConn take care of business take care of business, business and then, 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 then Virginia, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. Coming to Williams Stadium, noon kickoff. Guess who's on the call? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's your it's your favorite podcasting crew. Do that. We're ready. Is it the Yakamotion? Yeah. No, that's not. No, nah, well, not that's not. It's it. just the high groove like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you take it easy. <laughs> take All right, easy. thanks so yeah. much for listening, and I'm sorry yeah. if you <laughs> are watching because those dances. Those dances were powered. Um, Flame Central podcast powered, powered by. Alcova Mortgage. We can't thank you enough. And looking forward to discussing another big victory from the Flames this time next week.